Oh, can't you just feel the pump to this music? Can't you just... Don't you feel a five-pound weight in your hands right now? This is the type of music that you need to get that workout started. This is like a... If I ran a gym and I had to play... If I had to play royalty-free music, well, this is what it would sound like, guys. This is what it would sound like. Welcome to Come Lose It with Matt Duncan. I am the host, Matt Duncan, of course. It's, it's, you're, you're not, you're, there's no guest host yet. We're not there. We ain't guest hosting this pod yet. But, you know, some crazy things do happen with this pod. A bit of a, a family miracle happened. I lost touch with a, a family member in Ireland, and they found this podcast to get in touch with me. They had no idea it existed. Apparently, it's the only thing out there of me, <laughs> which is funny because it's the one thing that I don't really promote. But that's just how it works sometimes, and, and, and that's great. We're back in touch. Everything's good. We're on the WhatsApp. Let's go. Just want to give a bit of an update on the video I talked about last week about the pesticide monitor being used on McDonald's fries. Now, I have fact-checked that in the U.S., in the EU, and in the U.K., they do not use monitor on the potatoes anymore. They did in the past. Apparently, that guy did his research based on, it was about the late 90s. So, in the States, they do not, you do not have to worry, which pretty much means Canada. I doubt they would do it in Canada if they're not doing it in the States. We probably import all those big potatoes from the States. So we, we don't got to worry in North America, I don't think. But a lot of that video was kind of fact-checked. There's, there's some good sites out there that they try to, because there's so much fake shit and there's just, not even fake, but just like this was an example of being outdated. This was outdated and they can fact-check that and say, hey, shit has changed. I think it was called just, I can't remember. I'll have to remember for the next pod. It's a great site, though. If you Google monitor McDonald's fries, it will come up. And they will show you uh, three claims that they fact-checked. One was that they don't use the monitors. The other one was that they don't have to off-gas the potatoes in a giant shed for weeks. It's just, it's just for storage, so they have them year-round. And I think the third claim was about... It's normal for farmers to not go into fields when they spray pesticides. Apparently, it was only about four days, not like three weeks. But anyway, there's no monitor going on the fries. Sorry that I threw that video out. And, you know, that's what happens. This is the, this is the world we live in. We, we make an error, and then we own up to it, and we show that we are intelligent, and we're willing to accept fact and move on. Now listen, here's another fact. Stitcher is shutting down. It's gone. It's done. I don't know if they, these aren't going to show up anymore on Stitcher, so you got to find yourself a new podcatcher. There's Pocket Cast, there's Spotify, there's Apple Podcasts, there's Amazon Music. We're on all that stuff. Overcast, whatever you want. Now the what's upsetting to me is that I never used Stitcher, but I just realized that they were one of the only free apps where you could actually make folders. And I I, I listen to a lot of podcasts from different genres. I'm eclectic, baby. They're all over the fucking place. And it would have been nice to have those folders, to have a sports folder, have a true crime folder, have a have a fitness folder, comedy. And now sh- now it's gone. 
I don't know. I, I put it on Pandora or something. It might it might be there. I don't even know what that is. It's something affiliated with Sirius XM. I think you're just going to have to start paying for the Sirius XM or something. I don't know what the hell's going on. You just got to be so careful these days. Apparently, now listen to you folks. I don't even have this in my notes to talk about. I just saw it today. But if you're still on X, formerly known as Twitter, they are changing their terms of service. You should read those terms of service that are coming at the end of, I think it goes into effect the end of September. And let me tell you something. Don't post content anymore anymore any original content that you've made any jokes anything like that i, I you got to keep it just stupid got to keep it real stupid and you know brain dead jam a jam a metal rod in your digital brain when you use twitter because the new terms of service pretty much say that they can do whatever they want they own it whatever you post on twitter they can change it they can remove it. They can. There's just so much that they can do. You lose a lot of your rights to it by posting it on Twitter. So stop. Get rid of the fucking account like I did. I've kept my one burner account for now just because I, I, I use it for sports. That's it. But my, my name's not on it anymore. Okay? And then I got to use the basketball one. But I, I'm not going to post the videos that I have to make for Confederacy of Dunks on there anymore. I'm not going to post those clips. So they can take it and make AI of <laughs> of my footage and old women eating spaghetti or something. It's uh, the the AI videos are very terrifying. I think you need to you need to see a few <laughs> to understand what what I'm talking about. But anyways, I'm so sick of Twitter. I'm so sick of X. I'm so sick of Elon Musk, and it's just garbage. I just want to hear that he's gone bankrupt. It's gone. He's he's taken the hit. He he's he's filed. He's pushed it around somewhere. It's on a it's in some other account, and he doesn't have to think about it anymore. Neither do any of us. I'm sick of it. I am sick of it. I've been busy on Instagram looking at all kinds of different reels. I'll, I'll I will play something, but it's not it's not controversial like the the McDonald's fries, okay? Because you know this is a fast food podcast. One of the only fitness podcasts that promote fast food uh, <laughs> indulgence. In, in the goddamn world, okay? So we got to stick to that. I'm sorry to McDonald's because you know I am a McDonald's fan. You know I am a connoisseur of the Big Mac. I'm not telling you to not eat the fries. I just want to know what's, what's in the food that I'm eating and probably never leaving my body. That's all I want to know. That's all you want to know. Anyway, I've been saving a lot of not reels. <laughs> On Instagram, I'm trying to learn knots. I don't know. Am I preparing for living in the woods? Is that what's coming for me? Is that what's going to happen? Because because I'm trying to learn so many different knots with these videos. I, I'm looking like BTK out there. If you look at my saved videos, which nobody sees, but uh, it, it's a lot of knots. It's a lot of knots. I'm a, I'm a real Don Knot over here. I'm a real goddamn Donnie Knot. Oh. <sighs> It is the, sorry, that that sigh was for the end of summer because it is the 31st of August. I'm getting it in just in time. I got to, hopefully don't take too long in this. I want it up, I want it posted, and I want to be on the road for a late night walk by 11 p.m. to bring in September in my shoes outside, <laughs> listening to a podcast or something, you know, just doing a quick little up and down, little up and down the hill, as I like to say. But we're gonna get we're gonna get going. We're gonna get to the fitness update. 
Hope everybody's doing well out there. I hope you had a good summer. I hope it wasn't weird like mine. I had a very weird summer. One of the weirdest summers probably since the COVID 2020. Feels very strange. Feels like COVID's getting back in the news again. I was going to talk about this later, but let's just get it over with now. Like, they're talking about this mutation. They're talking about how the the vaccine might not even be good because it's been mutating too much. The new one that they're coming up with might be trouble. It might be a really troubling fall. And I'm sorry, if you got kids, if you got kids at home and they're going to school, they're going to daycare, and they got that chronic snot coming down their face all the time, they got that chronic. It's a different kind of chronic. I, I like a different kind of chronic, but that chronic is snot, and I don't like that. <laughs> That's why I don't have kids. <laughs> but they're going to get sick. Yeah, they're probably going to get COVID. They're probably going to get RSV and the flu, one of them. So you're getting sick this fall. If you're a parent, you're getting sick. Just prepare. Make sure you got lots of electrolyte drinks, Pedialyte. I'm a big fan of BioSteel. A bit expensive for the children. Maybe get the powdered form. But make sure you're stocked in your house because you're going to get sick. It's going to be a sick fall, unfortunately, with this new COVID. And nobody cares. I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready to put the mask back on, folks. I'm getting ready. We got some of those disposable ones. We're just going to start using those. You know, I don't, I I think we're kind of, the the N95 feels a bit much these days. It looks like a bit much. looks like I just forgot that I was, you know, spray painting my car (laughs) for take my mask off the grocery store, but they do work a lot better. And I kind of like them because they have a giant head, very large head, and they hurt my ears, those other ones. I like the ones that just like hug my head, wrap the bands right around. So hopefully we start to see, I'm seeing a lot of people wearing masks too in, in my parts of the world. Going in, I'm seeing, every time I go out, I'm seeing some masks. So it's not a bad thing. I don't want to get this disease. I do not want to get it. It fucks you up. In this opening tour, what else do we have? We have, speaking of fuck-ups, Jesus. I'm, I don't know if I'm ready for this, this next year of Donald Trump and his, his lawsuits and, and him running for president again. And he's, he's just under 80. It's just crazy. We've got all these old people in the White House, in Congress, it's not as bad over here in Canada. I'm not seeing too many super old people. Our premier is about early 60s. But that's not like Mitch McConnell. He's, he's having seizures and spells and he can't speak. And Trump, Trump's weighing in at 215 when he when he went in to get to get arrested for uh, his Rico case. He said he was 215, 63215. Now, Mr. Trump I know what it's like to lie about your weight. I do it all the time in the commercial biz. I have to write my weight. I have to write my height. I have to write my hair color. I have to write my sizes for my shirts. All that crap. I've been doing it for years. And let me tell you something. I've never once given my proper weight. That's none of your business, sir. You don't get to know my real weight. You bring a scale and humiliate me in front of everybody in the room. How about that? But I weigh in at the callback. No, you get my weight, my fake weight, which is also Trump's fake weight, 215. It's a beautiful number. If you're in the 200s as a weight, in the early 200s, as where I am, 
215 is a sweet number. It means like you're you're almost there. You're a quarter of the way back to 200. And I would put, I'm very good at guessing people's ages. I'm also good at guessing people's weights. I should work at a carnival. Yes, I should work at a fair. Yes, the CNE. Yes, that's where I should be right now. I should guess some weights. I should be guessing ages. I would put him at about 248. I think he's about 248 pounds, that, that man. But you know what? You keep lying because God knows I ain't going to stop. I think it comes off differently. I don't think I, I don't think I look like I'm 220, 225 is probably where I am right now. But I am losing weight. We'll talk about that in the fitness update coming right up. Why am I losing weight again? Well, you just hold your horses, folks. Oh, last couple things in the opening turn I'd like to talk about that that were so, you know, I gotta say if you can if you can fix your car, I think I talked about this on the last episode, but had a big job coming up on the car, had to replace the window regulator, the 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 mechanism that moves that power window up and down, and I've watched a video many times. This wonderful mechanic. Shout out to the THQ boys or whatever they're called. Close enough. It's three acronyms. Starts with a T, I think. But they have them specific for my car, these videos. They're well lit. They're perfect. They showed me how to do this, and I followed it to a T, and it worked marvelously. I saved maybe six to $700 doing it myself, and now the window is working, and my wife doesn't have to be pulling on it like she's fucking Link in Zelda trying to get the sword out of the fucking stone at the worst possible time. So if you can do that, and please, there's some things I know now with the car. I'll help you. You need to change your oil? No problem. Let's put some Primo oil in there, babe. The last thing I'll talk about in the opening tour before we move on, this worries me a little bit, and it should worry you as well. But Japan has started pumping nuclear-tainted water, radioactive water, into the Pacific Ocean. Because they have to. Apparently, they put it through some kind of fancy Brita filter for for nuclear meltdowns. There's a Brita filter for that. Got a lot of it out. But there's some that they just can't filter. But they're saying that it's so it's such a small level that it's way under the, the levels that you're allowed to even drink. And so they're pumping it into the ocean. They're testing the fish. Apparently, it's not in the fish around Fukushima, but it does. it's just a terrifying thought. I don't think any of us can comprehend how big the oceans are. I know I can't. But I guess if you're just pumping in some radioactive waste into this ocean and it doesn't affect anything, the ocean's bigger than I can imagine. Because in my mind, that is just, going down in a current to Hawaii and causing countless amounts of cancer. But I don't live over there. That's pretty far away. So it's not a huge worry on this side of the world. But still, it's like, this is this is what worries me about when there's catastrophe with nuclear power. This is what will happen. Eventually, we'll have to flush shit down the toilet because there's nowhere else for it to go. My God. It's Pandora's box, baby, but it keeps the lights on. Fitness update. Okay, 
big news on the fitness update, folks. You know, if you've been listening to this podcast, if you are a fan of the podcast and have been listening for eons, or at least the start of the year, I started fasting and the fast is back, Jack. The fast is back. Started intermittent fasting again. I was putting it off. I was going, oh, just, uh, uh, you know, I started started groaning like Marty McFly. Ah, Doc, uh, I'll just wait till September, Doc. You know, a little bit of that. And then I said, fuck it. Because I've been working out so hard in July and August. So hard. Like I've been exercising fantastically. And then I finally jumped on the scale and I I was at a weight that I'm like, no, I don't want to be up here anymore. I'm done with this. Okay, so I'm back. I'm using weights. And I know it's not all fat. I know that I've been working out. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling that my muscles are coming back. I'm lifting weights. But I just, I just said, fuck it. Let's start the fast. Started it up. It's been almost two weeks now. It's been about a week and a half. Back on that fast. And what do you know? One weekend, I lose a pound and a half. Beautiful. That's perfect. That's perfect. You want to lose one to two. That's all you want to lose, folks. So I'm back on that fast. Had some tough days. I'm about two hours into the fast right now. Can't really feel it yet, but my insulin is starting to drop. So I'm starting to get hungry. And then after eight hours, it evens out and you get nice and calm. You know, you, you actually have a good sleep because of it. And I, I just feel better. I feel better when I wake up. I like waking up and just having some black coffee because, you know, with the black coffee, with that black coffee is when the autophagy kicks in. It usually kicks in around the 16-hour mark. Anyway, just to understand autophagy and how important it is, listen to this person. autophagy fasting what's yeah. that so autophagy fasting is about 17 hours in without without food your cells will turn within and they'll start to heal themselves and that was what dr osumi's big uh discovery was is that the cells clean themselves up so what's interesting on this one and this is something i really want to get out to the world is that when you stimulate autophagy what you're doing is you're turning on the intelligence inside the cell and that intelligence is looking around and it's going, hey, there's a virus, there's a bacteria, get them out. So let's push these infections out of the cell. That mitochondria, it's not working well, we need to repair it. That endoplasmic reticulum inside here, it's, it's lagging, we need to fix it. So it literally goes in and fixes everything inside the cell just at 17 hours. But one of the greatest studies that was I've seen in fasting was done during COVID. And it showed that if a virus comes into a cell that's in a state of autophagy, it can't replicate. Viruses have to live off of your energy system. So when viruses go into a cell that's laden with glucose, they have a party in there. They love that. They munch on that and then they go out and they start replicating. If you were in a fasted state when a virus comes in, it can't replicate. There's nothing inside that cell for that virus to take over, and it dies. Was that music dramatic enough for you? (laughs) Did it help get the point across about autophagy and how fantastic it can be? Now, she said 17 hours. 
I think you can stretch it to 16 is when it starts. Probably you're, you're right in it at 17 hours. But apparently there's something about black coffee that helps kick it into gear a little bit. I don't know what it is. I, I've read about it somewhere, and I don't have the news on me. I'm not a doctor. I just have a comedy diploma, okay? Whenever I'm talking about anything, please know that I just have a college diploma in comedy, comedic writing and performance. Not a doctor, but I will post the links, as always, to articles about this kind of stuff. Just maybe not that one. <laughs> not yet, but anyway. Autophagy is great. Your cells start to heal after a certain amount of time. It's, you know, 16 hours. Sixteen. She said 17 hours. I think the app that I use is a kicks in at 14 hours. If you start drinking black coffee, so yeah, the long apparently it's into the longer fast because I'm doing a sixteen eight right now, and that's about as far as I like to go. So you know, and sometimes I'll just throw in and go seventeen if I really feel like it. I'll do an eighteen. I like the variation of it, but for the most part, I'd like the sixteen eight because it's really eight hours is tough to get all those meals in, folks. You have that breakfast at like twelve thirty p.m. and then you're not you're not that hungry, which is also a good thing about it, if it gives you this, this is how people lose weight, right? You're in, you can only eat during this certain amount of time and you can only get so hungry during that time. There's only so much you can eat. Like I'm not, I just don't get that hungry within eight hours. Think about it. If you're like getting up at seven and you're having your breakfast and then you're having your lunch at 12 and then you're having your dinner at six, you know, that's 13 hours right there of time that you've been eating and snacks and everything in between. But when it's eight hours, when it's condensed like that, it really affects your appetite, which I really like. I like to have a nice little breakfast, like to have maybe even just a shake for lunch sometime in the 3 to 4 p.m. And then I have dinner at probably about 8, start the fast at 8.30. That's what I like. Seems to work. I'm in it. You drink the water. You have your herbal tea, and you're ready to go, folks. So we will. I will keep you updated because I'm really looking to to stick with this as a lifestyle choice. You can have you know one day off a week. Friday night, I take that off. Start again Saturday night. So that's what I'm. That's what I'm doing. I'm feeling better. I'm getting on the weights. Um, I'm walking. I'm trying to get my cardio up, and uh, overall, health wise, I feel good. There's just you know have to get the uh, other parts of my life in order and everything should be goddamn fine. Health news. News that is health related. I'm going to try and push through these as fast as I can. Okay. I'm going to do just two quick things. I'm going to bump one topic to mid-September when we, we come back for episode 104. 104 of Come Lose It. Thank you so much for everyone who's been listening. Please subscribe. Please rate if you found this podcast. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you get something out of it. I hope it it brings a little bit of joy hearing me ramble and ramble and jamble. You know what I mean? Okay, so here's the first thing with the health news. Something that I've been doing because I've got back issues, especially I've been doing a lot of planking to work your abdominal muscles. Now, the doing crunches and stuff, very bad for your back. Anytime that back is moving, not good. Not good for the low B. 
fucks up that spine. It's not good. There's been a lot of studies about that. They've seen the military. They've tested soldiers, and they, they apparently, as long as you're you're just doing like static workouts, a lot better for you. So, I do a lot of planks now. If you don't know what a plank is, then just take a look, look it up. But it's it, it's an isometric exercise, and that just means it's static. It means you're not doing any type of uh, contraction, you're just holding it. You're holding that contraction. You're on your elbows. Your legs are stretched out. You're 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 feeling that. You're feeling that isometric hold. And I always loved, you know, I'm the old school. When I used to be a personal trainer, it was like the three movements were concentric, eccentric, and isometric. So you got to have all three of those. You got to have some variation in there. Your body gets bored. That's what we always learned anyway. Back in the days when I was taking weightlifting courses in high school. But the plank apparently is also a great way to lower blood pressure. There's a new study and it's flipped traditional thinking on its head by finding the best way to lower blood pressure. And it's not through cardiovascular exercises, through isometric strength training. The analysis of various trials involved 16,000 people, and they found that while all exercise did have a positive effect on blood pressure, wall squats and planks in particular were shown to encourage blood flow. Now, a wall plank is when you're just, you put your back to a wall and you sit down like you're in an imaginary chair, and I love to do that one as well. These exercises increase the tension in the muscles when held for two minutes, said study author Dr. Jamie O'Driscoll, then cause a sudden rush of blood when you relax. It's precisely that large and sudden flow of blood through the vessels that leads to the improvements in blood flow regulation. Performing four by two-minute wall sits with two minutes rest in between three times per week is an effective way to reduce your blood pressure. Okay, so if you're doing a wall sit... Do it four times, two minutes at a time. That's how long you're going to do it. And have two minutes rest in between each of your sets. So do four sets of two minutes. Okay? I want you guys to go home. I want you to do that. I want you to find a wall. I want you to sit on that imaginary chair. I want you to do little musical chairs with that empty magic. Think of a beautiful one. Think of the queen's chair or something that you're sitting on. Think of, you know, just a normal office chair that you're sitting on or or a fold-out chair. You're at AA and you're, you're sitting around a circle and you're talking about your life. One of those chairs with coffee stains and donut smears. Think about that. Do it four times, two minutes. Three times a week, guys, you're going, that blood pressure is going to write down, baby. It's going to go right down because I'm hearing a lot, friends my age, I guess I'm getting to that age where I'm just knowing a lot of people with high blood pressure. And that is one thing that I've been kind of luckily granted to not have, but I got to keep an eye on it because, you know, I do have some family members who do have high blood pressure and fuck, I don't want that. I don't want it. So that's why I work out, folks. That's why I work out to do those planks. I do those wall Fucking sits. Okay, next topic. Next topic we are talking about. Now, this is, you know, I love to talk about some of the uh, pseudo weight loss gimmicky things. Listen, if you say that you're eating subs to lose weight, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look into it, Jared. I'm going to look into that diet, Jared, if you're saying that the weight comes off with them subs. Okay. So every once in a while, I like them gimmicks. You know that tongue patch? Remember we talked about the tongue patch in an old episode? You sew a, a <laughs> you sew this 
patch of something uh, like barb into your tongue and it just makes food really uncomfortable to eat so you don't eat as much. The tongue patch. You got to fucking take it out. You got to cut those stitches out because you don't want it to grow into your tongue. Now, we, we, don't, we didn't like the tongue patch, okay? We're not bringing up the tongue patch anymore. But this one is, here. you know, red light. Red light is coming back. I thought it was just for hair because, you know, I've heard about it for skin conditions, inflammation, dealing with uh, hair loss. You know, I've seen those helmets that got all the light orbs inside of it. I've thought about it. I've thought about using it. I need like, I don't know, I need some of that, you know, red, red redemption on my head. <laughs> I got the red dead redemption. Red head redemption. That's what I need. It's, uh, you know, uh, I'm trying, I'm trying some oils and stuff. We'll see what happens. I'll keep you posted in, I guess February is when I'm supposed to start seeing a change. I'll let you know if I do. But in the meantime, there's this red light stuff. Red light. Everyone's using the red lights to to cure cure all your ailments. Just uh, feel the red light. I've got family members. Oh, you got to put the red light on. Put the red light on it. You're going to really feel it. It's like, is this a placebo thing? So apparently red light therapy is now being used for weight loss. Uh, just to give you some background on it, it's in a uh, low-level laser therapy. And so what it does is it uses lasers to send red light into your skin. The goal with this treatment is to target the fat that sits under the surface of your skin and hopefully get rid of it. Research into red light therapy is ongoing and there isn't a ton to go on with how exactly this works. The theory is that the low-level light energy can help break down the cell membranes around the fat cells. Okay, so it's it's zapping. It's zapping them fat cells, apparently. I don't know if it works. There's been, I guess, some clinical trials where it has worked, but also keep in mind that some people in this trial had severe skin damage. <laughs> now, burns aren't common, but they can happen, especially if you're getting the you're getting that shitty one off a of wish. If you're getting that infrared light thing off a of wish, you might get a couple burns on you. You might be it might just be like one of those heat lamps to keep your fries warm. Old call back to the fries. Thank you very much. Get a little bit of that, little bit of that fucking red burn on the skin. I don't want that red visible light. It's the infrared radiation commonly associated with thermal injuries to the skin. So it's important to ensure that you are getting a treatment from high-quality devices that do not emit any infrared radiation. You don't want the radiation. I don't want it in the ocean, and I don't want it in my red light hat, okay? So I don't know if this works. feels like the red light therapy, everyone's everyone's blasting it somewhere on your body to, to help. Can I, can I shoot it into my fucking temple? Will that do anything? Will that cure the pain? Will that cure the pain if I take it and put it in my fucking temple? Last part of this segment, folks. We're going to keep this tight. We're going to keep this tight, folks. And I've already talked about the COVID wave, so we can delete that. We can get rid of that because it's done. We've talked about it. We're afraid. We're wearing masks again. 
I'm just going to, I'm going to duct tape my mouth and then put a mask on and see if I can run through a grocery store uh, on one breath. (laughs) Oh God. Just so you know, guys, always click the show notes for the health news. I always post the links to the articles so that you can read and you can make your own conclusions. Okay. I'm not telling you what's right or wrong. As I said, community college diploma with honors, with honors, babe. Now we're on to that other shit part of the podcast, one of my favorites. We'll keep it tight. We'll keep it small. Just talking about a couple of things, a TV show that I like, an icon of my youth that died, and, well, a goddamn iconic product that we all use that we all think is what the definition of the product is, but it's just it's just the brand. And that brand I'm talking about, we all know it, we all love it, is Kleenex. Okay, we all think that Kleenex is the it's just what you call a bath a tissue, right? And it's it's not. It's just one of the brands. We got Royale over here. We got, you know, uh silky ganache. We got all kinds of different i think that was a silky ganache was a drag queen so not technically a tissue but could be used as one but kleenex is going we're done in canada they're pulling out so we're not gonna have kleenex anymore we're gonna have to go with those royale you know and uh, i i uh, time to time i'd like to get the kleenex that's a little bit more moist or something has some lotion or something in it what the fuck is that a little bit smoother because I get up and I got allergies every day. I don't know what the fuck is going on, but I, like I'm I'm past allergy season and I'm still getting up clogged. I got the purifier going and ain't doing nothing, you know. I just it's that morning honk. You got to have that fucking morning honk. A couple of things I didn't realize that were also discontinued in Canada: little Debbie cakes, all those like little Debbie cakes that our parents sent in our lunches. Remember those weird little cakes that you trade with people for other things and they were kind of good, but they kind of tasted like nothing at the same time. Little Debbie cakes. Well, back to the States with you and bugles. Now I haven't eaten a bugle in a long time. And now I know why discontinued in Canada. No more bugles, no more corn chips. I don't know what's going on there. Just pulling out everything now from Canada. Soon we're going to have to go to the dark web to get a box of Kleenex. Absolutely insane. I don't know how you guys feel about it. Hopefully you're okay with Royale or whatever. And, you know, my thoughts are with you if if you're upset about the Kleenex. But there's a new show called Telemarketers. It's a docuseries, HBO. It's on Max. It's on Crave in Canada, whatever. However you get your HBO, it's on there. It's produced by uh, David Gordon Green, Danny McBride. Okay, I stopped right there. Is it going to be goofy? Is it going to be like Righteous Gemstones? No. No, it's actually like a serious docudrama, <laughs> docuseries about these telemarketers who they were kind of the ones that started all the scam telemarketing, I guess in the mid to late 90s. And it was just like, it just shows how they operate and how they still operate. And it's all trying to get donations for this police funds. They just keep calling saying it's for police funds. And there's this character that's at the center of it. And he's, he's so likable. <laughs> he's a heroin addict. He's... Just the strangest guy, but he it, it really does turn into a doc about him. And I think it's just so interesting. And the reason I'm bringing it up in the 
other shit part of the segment is I've had one of those telemarketer jobs when I, 20 years ago, 20 years ago, almost 20 years ago, 19 years ago, when I was trying to get that college diploma, when I was trying to get a job in the summer, and I did, I cannot believe I did it, but I did a two-week stint at one of these scam places. It was so fucking shady, and I had to call Ireland. I had to call the the people, my people, my family. And I remember when I got this job, my grandfather gave me numbers, and he's like, call your relatives, call your aunts and uncles. I was like, I do not want this to be. Could you imagine if that, like, and I went to visit them like five years after this. So it's like, oh, you're the one who got Sheila scammed on a trip. And that's, that's what we did. We called and we just tried to see if they had a credit card. It's hilarious. Do you have a credit card? Who doesn't have a credit card? I just had to find out, do they have a credit card? And are they over 18? And then it's like, okay, you've been submitted for the trip. And then that just was like a check mark next to their name. I'd send it to the sales department. They would call them back and be like, you've won a free chip. All you got to pay for is the flight. Something like that. I think it was something like that. It was really fucked up. It was in a basement. and It was like hidden in the back of this building. I did it for two weeks. There was this guy that was dressed in a suit. I think his name was Greg. And he came in a suit and he gave us this big speech at the start of every shift. And I just was like, my jaw was just dropped watching him being like, what is this place? Like he was so intense about it too. Like, like he, he was doing something real. And you know, when I left that job two after two weeks, I wrote a note to Greg and I'd like left it pinned under my table but I like kind of, I don't know what I did. I tried to jam it so that it wouldn't be found for a long time. Because I went, I had to go back to pick up my check, which I don't remember how much that was, but Jesus, I can't imagine it was much. Well, I had to go back after I quit to get the check. Didn't run into Greg, thank God. But the woman who was just like the receptionist was like, hey, we found your note. <laughs> And I was like, oh, yeah. And she's like, yeah, it was hilarious. I'm like, I think it was like, you know, I'm 19 years old. It was pretty immature, I would say. But I was making fun of this guy pretty hardcore. Um, And I wonder what would have happened if I ran into him, right? What the fuck would have happened if I ran into that fucking dude? Last thing I'll talk about as we end this podcast guys episode 103 the summer is done summer is fucking done and it's back to school and there's nothing like back to school than thinking of the days when you had to go to school and you had to find ways to fake being sick and staying home with bob barker i don't know if that's just a north american thing i don't know if he went worldwide but the price is right was something you got to watch when you stayed home and he just died and that motherfucker died at 99. That was the highest you could get on that fucking wheel. That's what I love to see. He got the highest you could get on that fucking wheel. And then he died. And apparently he died watching Two and a Half Men, which is so weird. All Bob wants to watch is Two and a Half Men. Did he realize, did he go through it and realize Charlie Sheen was not anymore and it was Ashton Kutcher? Did he even know? 
<laughs> R.I.P. Bob Barker. Thank you for taking care of me. Thank you for keeping my chicken soup warm. And thank you for showing me how to guess the prices of things without having to look them up. You're an angel. You're a freaking angel. So that's it, guys. That's it for 103. Thank you for tuning in. Enjoy the last weekend of your summer because it is over on Monday. Don't give me any of this fucking September 23rd shit. It's over on Labor Day. Don't you fucking dare wear white. Don't fucking wear white or I'll find you.